And as your breath is slowing and quieting, to feel the the same corresponding gesture in the body. If it's not already relaxed, to relax the shoulders and abdomen. To let the expression on your face become serene and smooth and calm. Because your body is just a reflection of your inner state. And so when we make that conscious connection between our inner being, our inner state, and the condition of the body, we can use the body wisely here. And let's remember for a moment that We call our gathering satsang. And that gathering means uh, associating with truth, associating with being. So when you meditate, your practice is to associate with what's true in you, not what's false. But this is what we're normally doing. We're normally, normally associating with the beliefs, the ideas, the perspectives, the viewpoints, the reference points that we have inside of us, the ones that we've learned to cultivate, that we've practiced for many years, and that we repeat habitually, day in and day out, hour by hour, minute by minute, So I would like for you to do one very simple thing when you practice today. While we're sitting here for 20 or 25 minutes, that you are just associating with what is true in you. And that you are releasing this association with what is not true in you. You're not collaborating with these thoughts as though they are real or true or even worthy of your believing. Instead, you're starting to pay attention to the silence in you. Instead, you are forming your association, your allegiance, your devotion, your loyalty to the peace in you, to the love in you, to the joy in you, to your own inner strength and power. These are not things that you need to cultivate or work on or try to make happen. They're qualities that already exist inside of you. And so we are simply making a shift in our loyalty, a shift in our association. Not simply trading one thought for another, but trading one thought for no thought. Trading one perspective for no perspective. So we're not trying to replace our experience with something better, or more evolved, or more spiritual. 
We're simply seeing what happens when we refuse to believe what we have habitually believed in the past. Refusing to follow that thread. Refusing to work against yourself. So we're talking about a moment of choice. A moment that happens again and again and again and again and again. Where you can choose. Which master will you serve? Will you serve the master of fear or will you serve the master of love? Will you serve the master of weakness or the master of strength? Will you serve the master of being powerless or the master of power? And every moment we are making an energetic decision about what to follow. So we take our practice very seriously as an invitation as a choice. As a conscious release of the old, the habitual, the dead, the stale. And a sudden return to your senses. A sudden return to awareness, to lightheartedness, to joyfulness. In your silence, the sound of the cars passing, the sound of footsteps overhead, the sound of my voice, the feel and texture of your breathing. Everything that this moment is, it's alive. Vibrating with a, an exquisite intensity. And you are that exquisite intensity. Should a contraction arise in your being, mental, emotional, physical, whatever it may be, 
it has simply arisen to elicit your illuminating glance that you might look on it with full love in a state of full power and significance and beauty. It is not there because you've done something wrong. It is not there because you are something wrong. It is not there because you have problems you need to fix. It is there simply deserving your illumination. It is simply there to be loved. So if something arises in you, don't try to kill it. Don't force it out of existence by trying to kill it. Force it out of, out of existence by loving it, by embracing it, by giving it no power to disturb you or bother you or complicate you. So there is nothing we are trying to maintain, no state we are trying to maintain, no activity to try to keep anything out. If our depression comes, or our anger comes, or our loneliness comes, then it's a welcome friend. It's an ailing friend who needs a drink of water. And your very being is a fountain of water. Remember that there is no lack in you. And in this you are making yourself available to the way in which existence is communicating with you through the simplest things, a dog barking, footsteps, a voice, silky, velvety feel of silence.
You hear your outer world, you hear your inner world, and there's really nothing but music. Just all one symphony. Every note, every sound, every bump, every beat has a message. And your inner being is the translator. So you needn't think. You needn't try to figure anything out. Your being is translating. You're just here being quiet enough and simple enough for that translation to take place. It is true that none of your problems are real, that none of them exist. But they will arise with a startling sense that they are real and that they matter. And because they arise this way, You can bring your association with love. You can bring the relationship you have formulated with silence and awareness to this convincingly real thought. And not to deprive it of your attention, not to deprive it of your interest, but to kiss it. 
to hug it, knowing that you have the full force of love behind you and the full force of unbreakable peace behind you. So do not shy away from anything. is no lack in you. When you begin to take your problems seriously, you begin to perceive lack not enough strength, not enough love, not enough companionship, not enough support, not enough peace, not enough joy. And this is not your true position. It is only a habitual one. You are not here to be a good meditator. You are not here to quiet your mind. You're not here to learn to cope with your life in a better way. You are here simply to form this one association. with the totality of who you are. And it is a choice that belongs to you in every moment of your life. My suggestion is that we use this moment for that association. to clearly show, to clearly reveal that all of our investment in lack, in fear, in separateness, in confusion, in hatred, in wanting, has all just been one big misunderstanding. One big misunderstanding 
that in a moment can be absolutely and completely forgiven. You forgot. But now you don't. Now you don't forget. And yes, you may forget again, but you're not afraid of that. Because if you forget, the next moment of remembering will be even sweeter. And it's through forgetting that you learn how not to forget. There are no rules for you to follow. There are no guidelines. There's nothing you need to fixate on and learn to remember all the time. This way of thinking belongs to your habitual mind. You are here, you are always here. There is no information that you need that will help you be here. Your attempt to remember information will simply be a burden to you. There's only this moment of choosing, but you must see clearly what you're choosing. Because it is very easy to choose lack. It's not easy, it's habitual. It's very common. It's very ingrained. It's very familiar. So when your questions arise, in your day-to-day experience, or right here now in this moment, 
Look to see. What is the position of this question? Where is it coming from? Am I believing in lack and then looking for an answer to cure my lack? Do I have a problem that I believe is real and now I'm looking for a solution to that problem? This is not an admonishment. It's not a putting you down for some misunderstanding that may have occurred, but simply an encouragement to see the misunderstanding. To see that you may be giving truth to something that is not true. That you may be believing something that doesn't deserve your belief. So when the question arises, look to where it arises from. What's the emotion? What's the state that gives birth to the question? And there you nip that state in the bud. This is called going to the root. You are not a delusional being. You are not a confused being. That's not your nature. Just your habit. As this habit is seen, the new habit is one of bowing to the love that exists in you, bowing to the peace that exists in you, bowing to the power, to the strength, to the glory, to the beauty, to the contentment. This morning we have said everything there is to say. This morning nothing has been left out. What has been said is infinite. 
it has no limit to it. So it is not true now and untrue later. It is true now and it will increase and deepen and expand. So you've not come to the summit of life in this realization. though you are on top of the world. (laughs) Your expansion is taking place. And it's taking place in a continuous way. The things that arise in your experience are not obstacles or digressions or mistakes or trip-ups. But food, fuel, for the continuous unfolding of your inner being. When you arrive, when your problems arise and you see them as food, they are no longer a hindrance to you. They're medicine. They're energy. They're inspiration. So we take what has been given, we take this experience of no lack, we take this experience of continuous discovery, and our work, our play, is to apply it to every corner and dimension of our life experience. There is no place in which these teachings do not apply. They're not reserved for your spiritual practice separate from your life of work or your relationships or anything. So our time together can be spent getting more specific, getting into the nitty-gritty applications of what has been given so that we can fully and completely understand and see with certainty, with clarity. That what we are, what we have available to us is not reserved for some 
small portion of our life. That it is intended to be our whole life. That only then will we reach to the height of satisfaction. Of realizing that every moment matters. That I'm always in a state of continuous expanding, deeper discovery. I'm never headed towards some final destination. So let that sink in for a few moments and see if there's any specifics that may arise. Not questions so much, as much as an interest to see where this knowledge that exists in you is most needed. To see what unhealed or unobserved parts of ourselves have not received the light of our attention so far. Those areas we may have been holding back or restricting or restraining our awareness from reaching. It will be quite usual to observe the past or to observe the future and become concerned with how to apply, how to live, how to stay with, how to maintain. But this is not your worry. This is as much your worry as it is for the bird to figure out how to maintain the air to fly through. This is not your worry. So take a little time before you move your body or open your eyes. <clears throat> 